The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Operation Transformation is back on our tellies tonight. We have spoken in the past to participants who loved the experience and have maintained their weight loss. But the show has come in for a lot of criticism over the years. Sinead Crow is a nutritionist and co-founder of Intuitive Eating Ireland and she has repeatedly called for the show to be axed and she's on the line. Hi Sinead. Good morning, Gareth. How are you doing? I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you there the whole way, and I suppose I, sh- I should be on the other side of the fence here, defending why it should be kept on. But I it just, I just find it, I, I find the whole idea behind it repulsive. Well, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, we've had 16 seasons to date. I think it's coming into the 17th season now. So I was doing the calculations yesterday and that means there's 80 participants that have come through that show. And I've personally spoken to 12 of those Mm -hmm. and every single person reported that there was huge negative implications to their physical, mental and emotional well-being after they finished the show. So we're talking about long-term implications. And really, there's nobody talking about how this rapid weight loss kind of eight-week transformation, how it's unsustainable, unrealistic, and long-term, it can come at a huge cost to our relationship to food and our self-esteem, our sense of self-worth. The list goes on. But also, I would imagine, to our relationships with other people. Yeah, I mean, like, absolutely. I mean, one of the main things actually that came from uh, listening to the participants that have been on the show is that they felt so lucky to get on the show and the ho- their whole community um, rallied around them and they felt really supported and held for the- those eight weeks and they really, they didn't want to let people down. And so many of the people told me that once the show had ended and they went back to their everyday life and they regained the weight, they became very socially withdrawn and isolated themselves because they were ashamed to go back out into their community. They felt that they had left people down, which mm. is crazy. I, I was checking around, I mentioned earlier on today, Sinead, I was checking around to see if there's any other television network anywhere, uh, English-speaking television network in, in Europe that does a show like this, and I, 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 I can't come up with a single one. Well, because, you know, there was obviously the biggest loser was a big one that was on in the States and um, Australia and so on. And there there has been other weight loss shows, but actually every country have now come away from that. In fact, mm. in a lot of countries, they're banned. They do not allow weight loss shows to be on the television because they know it contributes to weight stigma. It's not realistic. It's actually quite harmful for a majority of people, you know, contributes to disordered eating and eating disorders. I mean, it's incredible that in 2024, when we're talking about health, we're still getting these eight-week transformation programs on our television come January. I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous. Is there an element of of a, a sort of an egotistical lure to the program for, for people who would be interested in taking part? Because I've always thought that if you're very keen to lose weight, you either get in touch with a dietitian or a nutritionist or you join the gym or you start walking for three, four miles a day. Well, I I think that it's a sad state of affairs that a lot of people might feel like their back is against the wall and feel a bit desperate and feel like they don't know where to turn because our health services, it's not adequate. People don't have access to nutritionists and personal trainers and psychologists that they might need to avail of. It's not readily available. So when these opportunities like getting onto a show and getting this help for this intense, you know, intervention for eight weeks, of course, it would feel very alluring to a lot of people. And then I suppose from an audience perspective, we all buy into, I mean, I've watched the show for years and years. Um, In more recent years, it's more from a, you know, I'm investigating it really and looking into what's been said and not said. 
but I've watched it and I can see how we we see these wonderful people that are often, you know, really struggling with lots of different issues, whether it's trauma and loss and it could be anything from fertility issues to whatever it might be. And therefore, we, so many of the, like so many people across the nation will relate to these stories and we, we, we invest into these people and we do want to champion them on. So we buy into the story, but ultimately... What has been sold is this rapid weight loss transformation. And a diet is not a cure or a remedy for an unhealthy relationship with the food or to work through emotional traumas, etc. Yeah, and what I found humiliating down through the years, now I think they've changed this, I haven't watched it for the last couple of seasons. You get get an individual who's overweight, a man, who walks out on the catwalk in a pair of boxer shorts and nothing else and he's standing beside a fit, elegant, stunning looking presenter and he's there for the whole world to see practically nude and overweight. I cringed every time I saw it, so much so that I just switched it off. Yeah, so I mean, look at, I, I need to say and be clear that in the last number of years, I do know that they, the participants have been given the option whether they want to go on in a T-shirt and leggings and be more fully clothed, right? So we, we will say that that has changed as far as we know. But the other side is you're absolutely right. The legacy of Operation Transformation cannot just be brushed under the carpet. We all remember the years where... God, people were standing on the scale. They were reduced to tears. They were shamed and belittled and ridiculed. And we can't just now say that in the last number of years, just because we've made a few tweaks and we're a bit nicer to people, that that's okay. There's that. It's not okay because the legacy of that show lives on. If they wanted, they could absolutely start afresh and say, if we're really interested in helping the public in terms of public health, this is what we can do. We can take away this, you know, diet, this rapid weight loss, this transformation, this physical transformation that they're talking about and really look at all the other facets, all the other pillars of health and support people in terms of nutrition and movement and sleep and stress management. There's so much that could be done here, but we know, and I've personally spoken to people that have been involved in terms of producing and been involved in the show, and they've been very clearly told me they won't do that because it won't get the viewers People want to buy into the stories and they want to see the transformation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's reality television, I suppose. It's it, reality TV, absolutely. Yeah, and, and as you say so correctly, you know, I, I mean, I'm overweight. I'm, 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 I'm admitting it. My doctor said, he says, you need to lose a couple of stone. And I say, we're, we're right, probably won't be January. I'll start in February or March. But uh, I think the point here is that weight gain, particularly a lot of weight gain over a long period of time, is also accompanied by issues that need to be dealt with, as you say, along with the weight loss, and they're not being dealt with on a live television show. I'm at the nail salon. I'm at the grocery store. I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Oh. 
No, absolutely not. And I know that like once these show this the show ends and the support, the psychological support, etc., like it's it's gone, you know, and mm. then people are heading off into their own lives and trying to figure figure it all out. And, you know, even just to touch on something you mentioned there, Gareth, about like, oh my doctor said I need to lose weight. We also need to look at yes, weight is one determinant of health, but there are over a hundred. And research is quite clear that if we actually put to one side the pursuit of the weight loss, um, because that's all about restricting our diet and trying to be in a calorie deficit and it's all really quite miserable because none of us like to be hungry but instead if we really want to improve our health what if we shift our focus to healthful behaviors like asking ourselves can I get some movement in today can I think about maybe eating three or four more portions of vegetables this week can I think about optimizing my sleep and when people actually redirect their attention to health which is not the same as weight. This is the mistake we're all making. We're just told, oh, you know, you're X BMI, so you need to lose weight. But how exactly do we do that sustainably and effectively? The answer is, is that for majority of us, when we're focusing on weight loss, the statistically, it's going to be quite low that we will sustain that weight loss long term. So we need to understand that it's not the way forward to be telling people just to head off and lose weight. It's very easy to do that. But how do you do it? Yeah. And from from your contact with some of the individuals over the last 16 years, have 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 the programs resulted in long term weight loss? Absolutely not. And this is why if they really were so sure that this um, show and this eight week diet worked, they would be showing the data from the 80 participants that have already done it. But they won't do that because they know if they went back to look over the 80 people that have already been involved and to find out how many of you have maintained this weight loss two to five years post the show, the reality of it is it would be, I would imagine, very low, probably in the region of 5%. Five percent. Wow. Yeah. I I mean, that's like I can't say obviously, you know, exactly, but it would be very low. It would be very low because I know from definitely the twelve that I've spoken to, um, they all spoke about the weight regain after the show, and it's quite rapid. Actually, it can be really, really difficult for people. Like, it's one thing if we might gradually be be gaining weight, and we're kind of adjusting. You know, we might not feel it as imminently, but you know, when you go on a drastic diet the weight regain can be really difficult emotionally and psychologically. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, you know, when the studio lights go out and your phone stops ringing very quickly after the show finishes, sometimes the fridge, unfortunately, can become your best friend again. Well, absolutely, because we know that we we might be using food as a comfort, as a mask, as a way to soothe, all of that. And that's not wrong, right? We don't want to demonize that. Mm. But we need to understand that this like really restrictive diet is not working for people. Yeah, yeah. Just while while you're there, Sinead, uh, there was a report in the papers there, I think it was yesterday, about Veganuary, that a lot of people have, have decided to give up eating all meat for the month of January. Mm-hmm. And a lot of nutritionists are saying this is not a good idea. Would you agree? Yeah, I don't think that heading down the vegan route, um, you know, as kind of like this, it, the, the veganism, I suppose, it's not not everybody chooses a veganism as a form of dieting, but it can be a mask. And there's a lot of people promoting it out there as a form of weight loss. And this is where I have the issue. If you're choosing veganism because that feels like the right um, path for you in your life and what, your own personal choices, that's up to yourself. But it has been promoted as a weight loss. And for a lot of people, especially young people, we actually need to be like in terms of 
um, nutrition. You know, there's a lot of deficiencies that can occur when people remove a huge amount of foods from their diet. And veganism is quite restrictive. And unless you have the the understanding of nutrition and you're, you have the capacity to prepare lots of different foods that maybe like, because I'm not saying, you know, veganism is inherently unhealthy. There are people that know how to cook and know what foods to introduce into their diet. But I've met teenagers that are going down the road of veganism and they're living off um, you know um, tato sandwiches that's mm. that's not going to be conducive to health and finally just coming back to Operation Transformation and this is a question I decided to leave it till the end to ask you a lot of people watching the show committed to the whole uh, ethos of the show tonight will try to emulate the individuals on the show who are trying to lose weight now w- without any guidance and without any direction a-, a professional direction that can't be a good idea for viewers can it because it's across the board like calorie restricted diet so basically you just you you sign in and you follow whatever individual that's on and if their plan is 1800 calories or 1600 calories then that's what you're automatically going to be following now that could be incredibly low for like that it does not sustain most adults like mm. it's just crazy so we need to be these blankets like this you know that we can all the the, the nation that the, how many millions of us that can we, we can just slot into five different diets plans absolutely not I mean, if, you know, I would, well, obviously I'm encouraging that people would not put it on at all at home. I think not only for ourselves as adults, because the messaging is awful, but, you know, there could be teenagers, young children, like, don't underestimate our small people have big ears and they hear the conversations, they see this show on air and they're absorbing the message that, you know, weight loss is something that we all need to be striving towards and that going on this diet is going to be quote unquote healthy. So there's, I would be encouraging people to not view it and to not support it. Mm. I mean, there's a reason the Department of Health um, back in, was it 2021 or 22, they issued a statement to say that they had grave concerns about funding this show moving forward. Now, they funded it that year, but now they no longer do. So we need to understand, you know, this is having a weight loss show in 2020. We need, we need to, you know, make sure we're not supporting it as best we can, you know? Yeah, certainly with the message that look at the television, weight loss can make you famous, particularly for young, vulnerable individuals who are having, yeah. you know, anxiety issues around food and that. Sinead, it's great to Absolutely. talk to you and have a good new year. Happy New Year to you, Gareth. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Take care. That's Sinead Crow, their nutritionist and co-founder of Intuitive Eating Ireland. Corks 96 FM.